Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that shift. What a glove save made by Skinner. This is exciting for the fans of Edmonton. They deserve it. Zach Hyman finds the rebound. This is the best power play that's ever been assembled in NHL history, and so they have the stats to back that eye test up. And Nugent Hopkins is going to pick up point number 100. All right, two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. Love the show. Listen to it every day. Pops out to nurse. A shot scores. We've got Connor McDavid rewriting history here. To McDavid scores! There's number 50! And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Stoffer joining you along with Derek Scott and Brendan Escott on Oilers Now. Let me tell you this right now. That song's going to work uh, for a couple of different reasons. 
perhaps an exodus of uh, talented Flames players going separate ways. We'll get to that uh, momentarily here on Oilers Now. And it's Randy Jackson's birthday today. Yes, Randy Jackson, the uh, dude for all those years that was on American Idol and uh, twice has had stints uh, with the rock band journey, which for me, by the way, hasn't really been the same since they lost one of the greatest vocalists of all time. Uh, That, of course, is Steve Perry. This is Oilers Now. It is... uh, Presented by World of Spas, even after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax. World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Well, uh, it is going to be a busy next eight or nine days uh, here um, in the hockey world uh, next week back in Edmonton. Here's the spiel today. Coming up at 12.35 today from NHL Hockey on Rogers, Elliot Friedman for Abe's Door Service. The uh, awards are on Monday. Speaking of Monday, Oilers General Manager Ken Holland will join us on Monday's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, the NHL draft takes place Wednesday and Thursday. The Oilers at this point only have a second, a sixth, and a seventh. Um, we'll have Oilers Director of Amateur Scouting Tyler Wright on today's show at 105 to uh, discuss several different uh, topics in and around the draft, some philosophies and that sort of thing. 135 today for GCL Diesel Edmonton Oilers television analyst Louis DeBrusque uh, will provide some of his insight. You can reach us at River Creek Resort Casino, hotline 780-496-0063, the outdoor night market and entertainment showcase returns to the River Creek. August the 24th, it is presented by Enoch Cree Nation. Um... Get your tickets in advance at rivercreeresort.com slash nightmarket. This was a very popular event last summer at the River Cree Resort and Casino. And you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line as well, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott's down at Elks practice today. Uh, they take on, who do I got here, the uh, defending... Thank you very much. Yes, thank you, Derek Scott. The uh, Argos are in town Sunday, 5 p.m. Of course, uh, Brendan will have the uh, pre- and post-game show with uh, Blake Dermott helping him out. Uh, of course, uh, Morley Scott's the play-by-play voice. The Elks, Dave Campbell, provides the color. Evan Cook is sideline reporter on those shows as well. Our top stories for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no uh, payments and no interest for your that's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Separate ways. Are the Calgary Flames about to go separate ways with several key players? Of course, last summer, the Flames found out Johnny Goodrow would not resign there, uh, nor would Matthew Kachak. And so uh, they got nothing for Goodrow. Did Brad trail him in the GM at that time? And Calgary turned around and traded Matthew Kachak and got back Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger. And subsequent to that, ended up signing both players to an extension. Unfortunately for the Flames organization, their team cratered during the course of the year. Yesterday, uh, Frank Cervalli from Daily Faceoff, who, of course, is a contributor to this show on Tuesdays on Oilers Now for our friends at the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Frank, in about a three-hour window, uh, I think he broke some hearts down in Calgary. Okay, he talked about the fact that Elias Lindholm leaning towards not re-signing, uh, Noah Hannafin not re-signing in Calgary, Michael Backlund at this time. And again, these are fluid situations, aren't re-signing. And later in the day, Elliot Friedman and Frank reporting that uh, Tyler Toffoli could ultimately end up traded as well. Mass exodus of players. The genesis of some of what has transpired in Calgary, I think we can all agree 
had to do with last year's Battle of Alberta. And remember, uh, it was emo- it was an awesome series to be a part of, especially if you're an Oilers fan. We'll just give you a little bit of a, a trip down memory lane to uh, just over a year ago. encapsulation that uh, Brendan Escott and Derek Scott put together after the Edmonton Oilers had eliminated the Calgary Flames in five games last year in the Battle of Alberta, which most hockey pundits around the, the hockey world said, you know, first of all, everybody wished the series had gone six or seven games. So here's the deal. Uh, and and I, you can think any way you want. It's kind of like, you know, as we went into the provincial election, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. Most of you are smart enough to do your own research and assess which party would work for best for you. Who am I to sit there and say, well, you know, I think you should go with this party or I, that, that's for you to figure out. I mean, there might be one party that's perceived as uh, being stronger from a, an economic perspective and another party that might be more concerned in social issues. You have to weigh and make those decisions yourself. There's nothing I personally despise more than people that are trying to tell me how to think. Okay, that's kind of... Uh, we can have open discussions. We've discussed that uh, with the Oilers organization. I mean, we're upfront about it. I work for the Oilers Entertainment Group. I want to see the Edmonton Oilers be successful. I certainly felt that uh, getting a new arena uh, was very important. And all I would suggest to you is decisions that get made sometimes career-wise for people uh, coincide with knowing who's going to go to war and who's going to go battle to make something happen. And maybe one day, uh, some of the naysayers out there that hate any kind of uh, uh, financial uh, assistance in making something happen will come to the realization that ultimately worked out pretty well when it was all said and done. So, the Battle of Alberta. Let's get to it. The best thing for the Battle of Alberta is that the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames have as competitive of teams as possible. I, look, I'm a, I'm a child of the 80s. I grew up watching two of the best teams in the National Hockey League for the better part of a decade. 
Okay. The Oilers went to the Stanley Cup in uh, 83, 84, 85. The Flames went to the Stanley Cup in 86. The Oilers went in 87, 88. Flames won it in 89. The Oilers went back to the Cup in 1990. And they played rollerball on ice in their series in 1991. It was the most physical, ugly series you could ever imagine. I worked with a bunch of... Uh, dudes from uh, Eastern Canada for several of the late 80s years in the summer, we stayed in touch and they would call me after all of the Battle of Alberta games, uh, because it was in April in 91 before we headed up in May that year to work up north, and they loved it. I mean, the, the it was at its absolute height. And you know what? The teams were the last two teams that won the Stanley Cup. The Oilers ended up going three rounds in the playoffs in 91 and 92, basically um, drafting in, in sort of a cycling term, off of the success of the past teams with the know-how just to get there, even though they were running on fumes in terms of the the, uh, the player personnel they'd been downgraded with as an organization. Last year was awesome. The Battle of Alberta was an absolute kicker. Calgary was the favorite. And make no mistake, I work for the Oilers. I want to see the Edmonton Oilers beat Calgary every time they play them. I do. I, I, I know guys, oh, I'm neutral. I, I don't cheer... I work for the club. I want to see Edmonton win the Stanley Cup. I do. Okay, I'm going to be upfront about it. But the best thing for the Battle of Alberta is if both Edmonton and Calgary are as healthy and as competitive of franchises as possible. So I'll give you another. No, competition is a good thing. We talked last week about the demise of uh, 1260, a radio station. Derek Scott's in studio with me right now. He was working on my show back in the days of, uh, how long ago? Was it 15, 16, 18, 20 years ago now? Does that sound about right? Oh, yeah. It was to- Total Hockey, the very first show, right, right before Total so Sports. That's 2000, February of 2003. Wow. Almost 20 years ago now. That's amazing. Both of us wanted to see that station, you know, not only succeed, but, but you know, prevail. And I don't mean prevail in terms of head to head. I mean, there's a place radio should cheer for radio okay and i can tell you when bell pulled the plug on that um uh, i talked to a couple of salespeople in our building and they were in shock because it's 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 bad for radio that they could just shutter a station away like that nobody's you might be you know there might be little comments and certainly some of them frankly were directed my way there might be some comments you hear and you're a little bit disappointed in but at the end of the day i wanted to see that station uh, be successful, right? It's the more, you know, because I believe in radio and I wanted to see radio work. So I took, and which brings us to the, extend the metaphor for the Calgary Flames and the Edmonton Oilers. I was never, we used to work with a guy named Jake Daniels and his shtick was Calgary sucks. And he was on with Bryn Griffiths in the morning and I used to tell Jake, I hate that shtick. I hate that shtick. It's the lowest common denominator stuff. Like, I, first of all, Cal, at that time, the Oilers and the Flames were both, relatively speaking, struggling. The Flames went to a surprise Stanley Cup run in 04. The Oilers coming out of the lockout did it in 06. I want to see Calgary and Edmonton be good. And I don't want to see the Flames having a massive ex- uh, exodus of players. I don't want to see that. I want to see Calgary being able... Because I look at a market in Calgary and I say, their fans care about the games. Like, trust me, I go to places... 15 years I've done the color with for the team. We've traveled for 14 of the seasons. And there's places we go to in the States, and they don't give a flying blank about the NHL. Well, they do in Calgary. Okay? They care. It's it's the number one. With all due respect to the Stampeders, who've run a pretty good organization for a number of years, maybe supplanted recently by the, uh, by the Blue Bombers, the reality is Calgary... 
the hockey team is the biggest team in town. Certainly, it's not even close here in Edmonton. Like, it's, you go back into the late 70s, early 80s, the, the Edmonton Eskimos at that right time in the middle of five great cups in a row, they were every bit as big as the Oilers back then. It's not even close now. But I'm telling you, the best thing, I'm not telling you how to think, I'm just saying the best thing for the Battle of Alberta is if both organizations ice as competitive teams as possible and they both retain the players. So if you're sitting there and you're on Twitter yesterday and ah, ha, ha, the Edmonton Oilers broke the Calgary Flames and you're losing all, be careful of what you wish for because there may come a point where some of the, you know, I mean, Edmonton's got some advantages, okay? They have two of the best players in the world. It helps them recruiting. Now, those players' contracts are up in the next two and three years. They're, the Oilers, the only place that Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl can play together is in Edmonton. And Edmonton will have back, uh, built-in cap space because of their expiring contracts to extend them and give them a little bit of an increase. Um, Edmonton has a finished building. Because certain people, primarily Daryl Cates and Stephen Mandel, fought like hell to get it done. Okay? And it's worked. So the orders have certain advantages in the short term. But the reality of the situation is we need both teams being up, running, and highly competitive. So I personally hope Calgary retains, retains some of the players that are mentioned that might be in play. Because I don't think it's good if they if they end up going into a full-blown rebuild. And there are people in Calgary that think that should be the course of action that Craig Conroy takes. Um, my hope is the Flames ice is a competitive team as possible. And even better, I hope we see a couple more battles of Alberta in the next two or three years. I just don't know if that's going to be the case. It is 12-21 in Edmonton. We got a doozy of an Oilers Now trivia question coming up for you uh, for Pro-Am Sports. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Derek Scott, Brendan Escott with you. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, Derek Scott, how uh, how tough should I make this? Should I make this pretty tough or should, uh, what do you think? We're going to, th- this is basically for bragging rights. Here's the deal. Uh, we are going to slide into at this time. Um, Oilers Now Fun Friday Trivia. It is brought to you by Pro-Am Sports, your fan gear and fan cave specialist. You can visit their Edmonton store on St. Albert Trail or online at uh, proamsports.ca. How tough? What do you think? Tough, tough. Being that I know the answer, I feel like it could be simple, but I feel like we should make it hard. Let's challenge them going into the weekend. All right, here we go. So uh, this player uh, has played for the Edmonton Oilers. That's hint number one. So, hit number one has played for the Edmonton Oilers. Again, this is for a $50 GC from our friends at promsports.ca and bragging rights. So, number one has played for the Edmonton Oilers. Number two is 19th in games played in his draft year. 19th in games played in his draft year. So, this guy's played for the Oilers. He's 19th in games played in his draft year. Number three. He is the fourth highest 
check that. Check that. Let's see. One, two, three, four. He is the fifth highest scoring defenseman from his draft year. So that's hit number three. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. So has played for the Oilers. Played the nineteenth most games of any player from his draft year. The fifth highest scoring defenseman from his draft year. This next one might give it away. Was traded in a deal that involved one of the defensemen that's ahead of him in uh, scoring from the same draft year. So he was traded for one of the defensemen that's ahead of him in uh, points uh, in his draft year. That's hint number four. Again, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Are you uh, checking on the fly for? Has anybody got the right answer yet? Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three would generally be considered until about a week ago today the third best Swedish-born uh, defenseman from that draft year. Now he might be the second-best Swedish-born defenseman from that draft year. I might give it away. And it has to do with something that occurred a week ago today. 780-496-0063. So this guy has played for the Oilers, uh, has played the 19th most amount of games uh, for uh, in the National Hockey League, is the fifth-highest-scoring defenseman. Hint number four, it was traded in a deal for one of the uh, defensemen that's ahead of him in total points. And uh, now would be considered probably the second best. As of, think about what happened a week ago. Has anybody got it yet? Still? Yeah, we got Ryan. All right, Ryan's got it. Uh, the correct answer is Matthias Eckholm. There you go. So Ryan knew it. Um, yeah, so Matthias Eckholm was the, has played the 19th most amount of games from his draft year in 2009. He has the fifth amount of point, highest amount of points, 282. Of course, he's played for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, hint for, uh, was traded uh, for a player that's ahead of him in scoring. That player was Tyson Berry. And hint number five was, now would probably be considered the second best Swedish-born defenseman from that draft year. Victor Hedman, the best defenseman. And Oliver Ekman Larson. Hmm. Bet just somebody signs him for a million bucks somewhere. Uh, Oliver Ekman Larson, for many of the years, would have been considered a uh, a better D man than uh, Ekholm, but Ekman Larson's been bought out now, and Matthias Ekholm's a huge uh, part of the Edmonton Oilers carrying uh, forward. And uh, speaking of Matthias Ekholm and ProMSports.ca, ProM Sports has just announced Matthias Ekholm private signing. Visit ProM Sports in store or online at ProMSports.ca for more details. Again, our winner was Ryan. Nicely done. We have Elliot Friedman coming up for uh, NHL Hockey and Rogers. Uh, courtesy of our friends at Abe's Door Service. Uh, still to come on today's show, we'll work in some of Ken Hitchcock's comments from yesterday's edition of Oilers Now, and we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing a little bit later on. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn and back with Elliot Freeman uh, from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Abe's Door Service.